See you next time. See ya. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. The Justice Secretary says U.S. criticism has only made his team stronger and more united. The Education Chief outlines plans to strengthen teaching on the Constitution, the Basic Law, and national security. And wildfires cause a wave of destruction across southern Europe as the region struggles to deal with a heat wave. Justice Minister Paul Lam says frontline prosecutors are up in arms after the United States said they could sanction them in a report which the Hong Kong government has condemned as an attempt to intimidate its lawyers. Last week, the American Congressional Executive Commission on China, in a report, accused 15 Hong Kong prosecutors of infringing on the universal human rights of a wide range of Hong Kong people. The report said the international community should act, including sanctions, to address what it called the erosion of the rule of law and human rights. Speaking during a TVB program, Mr. Lam said he and prosecutors are angry and called the report despicable and shameless. I had expected them to come after me. It's all part of the job. But I'm really angry. Why are they targeting our frontline colleagues? They're only doing their job. Clearly, I'm sorry. Let me be a bit vulgar here. This is despicable and shameless. What you're doing is you're putting pressure on this group of people. You want to make people afraid to join our team. But what I can say is this. Our colleagues are now more united because they're so angry. Why bully us? The government last week condemned the U.S. report, saying it is spreading misinformation and attempting to intimidate prosecutors in Hong Kong. Education Chief Christine Choi says a bureau will beef up teaching on the Constitution, basic law and national security for students and teachers. She says it's only natural to know more about our own country and to want it to do well. Speaking on a commercial radio program, Ms. Choi said people need to be aware so they respect the country system. We will update our curriculum, enhance our learning and teaching materials, more teacher professional training and more activities for our students to have knowledge about our country from different perspectives. I don't think that it is a brainwashed element here. Because they have lifelong learning experiences and first-hand information they collect and they can reflect, they have reflection after their learning. So I don't think that it is a brainwashed Health officials say they found 18 positive cases and one indeterminate after an overnight lockdown of Kai Chung House in Kai Ching Court in Wong Tai Sin. They said a total of 814 people were tested during the lockdown. Turning overseas now, Joe Biden has ended his first visit to the Middle East as president with the promise that the United States will remain fully engaged with the region. At the summit in the Saudi city of Jeddah, he spoke of the need to strengthen cooperation. Our objectives are focused, realistic and achievable so that we can target our resources, rebuild trust and deliver real results. And we will operate in the context of the Middle East as it is today a region more united than it has been in years. And increasingly, the world is seeing the Middle East through the lens of opening and opportunity. Mr. Biden has been trying to persuade Gulf states to strengthen security ties and boost oil production to lower prices. But a Saudi spokesman said oil wasn't specifically discussed at the summit. 
As a heat wave continues to intensify across southern Europe, wildfires have now spread to the coast of Croatia and the Greek island of Crete, where they are causing widespread destruction. The BBC's Bethany Bell is in southern Spain. After days of intense heat, fires continue to rage across Spain. Firefighters battled the flames in Extremadura in the west of the country. In the south near Malaga, a popular tourist area, at least 3,000 people have been evacuated from their homes. In the Gironde area of France, the emergency services have been struggling to contain the fierce blazes. Fires have now also caused widespread destruction on the coast of Croatia and on the Greek island of Crete temperatures are continuing to rise. Wildfires have also destroyed several areas of forest in Morocco and now threaten residential areas in southwestern Turkey. And on to the weather for this afternoon and tonight. Mainly fine and very hot, apart from isolated showers this afternoon. Currently, it's 32 degrees Celsius, the humidity 70%. You've also got the very hot weather warning in effect. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now five minutes past one. A cargo plane which took off from Serbia with eight people on board has crashed in northern Greece. It exploded when it hit the ground. The BBC's David Bamford reports. State television in Greece said the Antonov aircraft was owned by a Ukrainian company and had been scheduled to fly from Serbia to Jordan. The pilot had requested an emergency landing at Kavala Airport in northern Greece due to an engine problem, but the aircraft signal was lost. Video footage taken by eyewitnesses showed the plane descending in flames before hitting the ground in a large explosion. Firefighters say there have been further blasts and they're treating the cargo as ammunition or other dangerous material. Police have told journalists at the scene to wear masks. Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland go into today's final round at the 150th Open tied for the lead. The BBC's Ian Carter reports from the Ode Course at St Andrews. A closing pair of birdies left Ryder Cup teammates Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland sharing the lead at the end of a dramatic third round and well clear of their closest rivals. Both Europeans carded 66s. The highlight for McIlroy, a hold bunker shot at the par 4 10th for an eagle two. They moved to 16 under par and they played in the penultimate group, McIlroy bogeying the notorious 17th. He and Hovland are four shots clear of halfway leader Cam Smith round in a disappointing 73 and Cameron Young who shot a 71. McElroy says his round was as good as it gets. Yeah it was right up there. Um, Victor and I definitely fed off one another all day. Victor got off to a great start. I sort of pegged him back a little bit around the turn and uh, you know we finished off the round well. That that finishing stretch was was pretty tricky and we both navigated it pretty well so you know looking forward to another day with him out there tomorrow. In Rugby Union, Scotland surrendered a 15-point lead as Argentina came from behind to win the decisive third test 34-31 and seal the series 2-1. England beat Australia 21-17 to record their second-ever series victory down under after 2016's whitewash. Head coach Eddie Jones says this year's win is even more impressive. We had a, a more established team in 2016 coming on the back of the the Grand Slam and coming on the back of a 2015 team. So this team, you know, we're nurturing this team at the moment. We've got a good group of senior players and we've got all these young guys coming through. So it's an entirely different experience. 
Ireland beat New Zealand 32-22 to seal the first ever series victory on Kiwi soil. World champion South Africa beat Wales 30-14 in Cape Town to take their series 2-1. Meanwhile, Chile advanced to the Rugby World Cup for the first time with a 31-29 victory over the host United States, securing a spot in Pool D at the 2023 World Cup alongside England, Argentina, Japan and Samoa. The Eagles can still make it to France through a final qualification tournament in November against Portugal, Kenya and the Asia-Pacific playoff loser. The United States, which is hosting the 2031 Rugby World Cup, has missed the event only once. Australia's Michael Matthews won Stage 14 of cycling's Tour de France. Italy's Alberto Bateo finished second, with France's Thibault Pinot third. Denmark's Jonas Vinegard retains the leader's yellow jersey, with defending champion Tadej Tade Pocaccia in second, 2 minutes 22 seconds behind. Yesterday's stage was catched by cycling broadcaster Hannah Walker. Yeah, it was incredibly impressive from Matthews and really it was quite a special one. He's a rider who, he's a world-class sprinter, but whilst he's one of the best, he's often edged out for the win. You know, photo finish, he came so close already on two occasions during this tour and it's, you know, for him to, to win in this fashion was in the breakaway, he went away in that large group of riders um, of around 20, uh, over 20 riders. And then uh, once he started to make his move um, with around 50 kilometers to go, it was something that we don't often see Matthews do, being a sprinter. And I think for him to win in this fashion was, was incredibly special. And to end the news, the top stories again. The Justice Secretary says U.S. criticism has only made his team stronger and more united. The Education Chief outlines plans to strengthen teaching on the Constitution, the Basic Law and National Security. And wildfires cause a wave of destruction across southern Europe as the region struggles to deal with a heat wave. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. 